Yo, yo, yo. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast week 17 recap with the best co-host in the world. My man, the myth, the legend. Legend? <laughs> legend. <laughs> Maximilian. Hey, what's, what's going on, bro? New year, new me. This isn't 2K once, but I'm going to say it anyway because that's what you used to say there. <laughs> I'm doing good, bro. How are you, man? It's good. It's a, it's good to see a new year, F2021 or the end of it at least with COVID. <laughs> but how are you doing, bro? Uh, I'm doing absolutely amazing. Fantastic. Uh, I couldn't wait to start the show today. I'm I've I've been fucking wired, bro, since <laughs> one o'clock. Oh yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> okay, as you can see, I'm repping tonight. <laughs> ain't no fucking way around it, dog. Ain't no anyway. <laughs> yeah. Ain't no fucking anyway. But let's get the show started with the intro. Let's get it. So don't for, don't forget to subscribe on YouTube if you guys are new. I know we had a big, big little view count on our last one, 40 plus views. Yeah. So yeah, yeah a yeah. lot of a lot, yeah, a lot of people like the new year one, man. So shout out to everyone that's been supporting us lately. Uh shout out to all the audio listeners. We don't forget <laughs> about you guys. Welcome to the show. We appreciate you guys. Go ahead and hit that like button, man. Hit hit the the subscribe button if you guys haven't already. Uh, five star rate, all that good stuff. Uh, comment down below, that helps out too. Uh, whichever way, man, we're grateful for anything. But week seventeen, let's go ahead and steer this, Max. To Don't you do it, one. Don't you steer it to that silver and black. <laughs> Yo, dude, how do you, how do you feel that like there's one more week of football? Ah, uh, feels a little weird. Because like is, you it, were saying today, if the season ended today, yeah, Raiders are in the playoffs, baby. I mean, I I don't like it, but then again, I like it because if the Raiders were in the other position where the week actually helped them out, I would have been like, oh, I love the freaking second week of the <laughs> uh, the extra week of the season. But hey, can, we go, can we go full screen again, one? Just because, yeah, you know, I know they love our faces, but I like to I see because I'm blind. Wow. So Kansas City fell to the 2C today. I'll, I'll do the AFC. So the Titans and the Chiefs are 11-5 and five in the first and second seat. Cincinnati coming off a huge winning against Kansas City is 10 and uh, six. What are they? Ten and six. Yeah, they're ten yeah, and six. So Sorry so. about that. Buffalo Bills, ten and six. They are winning their division. Patriots, ten and six. Also, so Buffalo loses, and next week the Patriots win one. They will be in sole 
command of the division. So Buffalo has yes. to win to keep the division. Okay. Yeah. And then we have the Colts coming off a loss to the Raiders today at nine and seven chargers, nine and seven. And then the Las Vegas Raiders who own the final playoff spot right now, nine and seven and the Miami dolphins coming off a big L to the Titans at eight and five. Well, they're Baltimore, eliminated. Or, oh, they're, sorry. Eight yeah. and eight. They're eliminated. Yeah. Pit. So wow. Miami and Cleveland got eliminated today. So now it's left with the Ravens and the Steelers. Steelers have to play on Monday night still. So I believe if they lose, they're probably out of it. I don't know. Their I would, tie I would think so. That that tie is bullshit. Yeah. But it might it might it might be good for them. It might wind up saving them. But uh just a couple couple things that popped out to me today. The Tennessee Titans, man, without Derrick Henry. A.J. Brown missing a bunch of games. Julio Jones missing a bunch of games. Here they are, 11-5, and five, top of the fucking AFC, bro. I got to give a big shout-out to Mike Vrabel. Big shout-out to Ryan Tannehill. All the coaches on the coaching staff. Just the team in general, bro. That's, that's fucking remarkable. I mean, they've only lost five times, Max. That's it. Like, you would think they'll have, like, a little drop-off. No. Like, they're still winning games. I mean, you can go even deeper, One, Think about the last two first-round picks they've had. They've gotten literally zero out of both of them. They're just a well-coached football team, and there's not a team that needs a first-round buy more than them. If they can get Henry back, get Julio some rest, and get a couple guys back, they're going to be scary. And right now, they've played themselves to the one seed, so if they win next week, they have it. Yeah. But and hey, they didn't play a slouch opponent this week. One, they played the hottest team of football, arguably, <laughs> coming off seven straight wins, or was it eight? Yeah, yeah. But I think I think the Dolphins got put to sleep today, man. They hundred percent agree. Two bad Tua today, bad Tua uh, game. I mean, it's not all on Tua though. No, I it's mean, not. I just I I didn't think they were a good team. I, I think they they were playing some bad opponents. They they took advantage of the uh, of their schedule. And that's that. Like, they played a bunch of backups. The best quarterback that they played was Lamar Jackson. And he had one of the worst games of his – one of the worst games of his career. They're out here playing Ian Book, Joe Flacco, like backup after backup after backup. And it caught up to them today. Like, Ryan Tannehill's a starting quarterback. The Tennessee Titans are a good team. They got mollywopped on the field today. They did. And it showed. Well, it was kind of a tale of two halves for the Dolphins, like in their whole season. They started off one and seven. You know, I got to I got to commend Brian Flores for coaching them up and they finished respectable. A lot of teams will lay down and die one playing that badly, but not them. Yeah. So I know they got their ass whooped today, but overall, pretty crazy season for the Dolphins, man. I mean, really just a silver lining for them, though. Yeah. Maybe this is this is the difference between getting Deshaun and keeping Tua. I, yeah, like they have like the let's draft say capital they like okay, but let let let's put this in perspective, Max. So, Tua, let's say let's say he he wins out, he won this game and the next game. Mm-hmm. Like, Dolphins are probably in the playoffs. Does that keep? Tua. Yeah, that keeps that keeps <laughs> Tua's job. 
that keeps like that then there's an argument then then there's someone in that in in that building saying well what the fuck why don't we just keep Tua? we made the playoffs you know so it's yeah. kind of like a blessing in disguise for them where now i think it's full throttle you have to go for deshaun watson you know pending yeah. all the legal stuff of course yeah, taking of course. the legal stuff right. out of it just Looking at it from a well, player's perspective, I think the quarterback position is not solidified. Is what we glean from this. It doesn't matter if it's Deshaun or if it's Matt Coral or Sam Howell. It's yeah. just not Tua. In my opinion, it's still not Tua. And I don't care when he threw fifteen touchdowns and nine interceptions. How many times did he make throws that change games for them? Not no. many. Yeah, not many at all. That that whole winning streak was based on their defense. Yeah, it was their defense and just like you said, subpar competition. And they did what teams are supposed to do. You're supposed to beat teams you're better than. Yeah. In the beginning of the year, they weren't, and they turned it on the second half of the year. But we'll see where they go Like yeah. after after this, man. If they don't get Deshaun Watson, do you, do you keep Tua? Would you keep Tua? I wouldn't keep Tua regardless. I don't think Tua's the answer. I think you can win with him. There's no doubt you can. They just did. But you have to play a certain brand of football. He doesn't elevate your football team. They were winning in spite of him a lot of times. I mean, how many times did you watch him throw to the ball to somebody in the flat and let them run and get yards? That's not quarterbacking. Like, I understand that's an aspect of it, but that's not winning games with your quarterback. It's not like, hey, we picked you fifth in the draft to fucking manage the game. No, nobody gets picked fifth in the draft to manage the game. You get picked fifth in the draft to change a team's franchise. Who hasn't done none of that? And I think... I, I'm I'm always saying this about teams, man, where a big problem for NFL teams are ego and specifically like a GM or even an owner at times, like in the Cowboys situation with Jerry Jones, how he has his hands in the mix with football operations. But it's big ego involved. Like like you just said, you draft the guy at five. This is a guy where he was sought out to be better than Justin Herbert at the time. They picked yeah. this guy over Tank for Tua. That was yes. a big thing for, for Tua. So when I say it's a big ego trip, it's it's like you you have to be the man and look in the mirror as an organization and be like, you know what? We were fucking wrong. We were wrong. We drafted the wrong guy. Our draft analyst was not good. And we need to move on. And a lot of teams flat out just don't do that. They either don't yeah. do that or they do it way too late. And I think it's, this is a- it's funny one because you think about a team like the New York Giants. I feel like they're in the opposite where their tr- their whole fan base wants them to get rid of a quarterback. Me and you kind of like. Yeah. And I think it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Will the will the will the peer pressure succumb the Giants like leadership and Dave Gettleman say, hey, let's get rid of Daniel Jones. When me and you don't think Daniel Jones has been the problem. Right. And now we have a guy in Tua who the fans seem to like. Who mean you're like you know I wouldn't be I wouldn't be thrilled keeping him. So and I think it's a little interesting parallel. You know what though, and I 100 percent agree with you. I'm on I'm on board for regardless their quarterback should not be Tua next year, and if they don't get Deshaun, they should pivot somewhere. Whether it's a rookie, whether it's a uh, another guy that winds up coming but available. I don't think you have to like sell the farmers. You know, I would say the quarterback position. It's not where you want it to be, but it also could be worse. I will say that yeah. for Tua. You could be worse. You could have Davis Mills. You could have Mike Lennon. Yeah. You could have the carousel quarterbacks and on the Jets, excluding Zach Wilson. Tua's, Tua's dependable. He's okay. 
He's not – you don't win a Super Bowl with two at quarterback unless you have a historic defense. Right. So, yeah, I would continue to evaluate it. But I, I just want to say what for two. It could be a lot worse. He has not been catastrophic losing them games Yeah, for the most part. And I think this is a great transition to go to a team where it's kind of been the same kind of scenario. They're just maybe a season or two ahead. And that's the Cleveland Browns another team who got eliminated today before they even played their game. This yeah, is a team max pretty bad for Cleveland. One. Th- this is a team max. Me and you were both high on, you know, <sighs> the defense was a working progress, but they had the talent on paper. They were the quote unquote paper champs. This is what you like to call paper champs. Mm-hmm. And I think the most glaring issue, especially after with this whole Odell thing, which is coming into more of the light of, Baker's the problem. And maybe they do they keep Baker? Like, this is another situation where you gotta admit you were wrong. I know it sucks that you gotta start over. It fucking pains you, but I think you have to do it. But like I think the glaring problem. How many times, especially with the number one pick? I think with Baker, it's even worse than Tua because Tua, he's the fifth pick. You can kind of be like, well. You know, we just kind of got him, fell into our lap. You can't with the first pick. It's a lot harder to spin than the fifth pick. I know it's only a few picks before, but I feel like Baker's even more entrenched there. And honestly, I didn't see, a, I didn't like a lot of what I saw from Baker. I mean, I think we could just write off the rookie year. Like I know he threw for a lot of touchdowns. He threw fourteen picks. He's thrown for fifteen touchdowns, eleven interceptions, and one. I don't care about that. I'm just giving the stats so people know. He gets yeah. managed. They want to make sure he doesn't ruin the game. Right. And it's just, you can't win with that. You can't win when you're so scared your quarterback's going to F up the game. I I think one thing that saved them, though, Max, was the playoff run that they had last year, beating the Steelers, and then honestly competing with the Chiefs. They were a fourth down stop away from getting to the AFC championship. But they also knocked out Mahomes, which was unfortunate. Right. No, but I mean, but I mean, the the way that Baker played, though, me and you were both like, where the fuck has this Baker been? You know? So I think the Cleveland Browns really looked at it that way, too. Like, oh, shit. Like, maybe this guy has something that's untapped that we haven't seen. I think you go into the season with him at quarterback one. You don't give him the fifth year. You don't give him a contract. You know what? If he's if he's the guy and you guys want to go one more year with Baker to find out, I'm, I understand. I get if you want to talk yourself into one more year of Baker. But by no means can you give this guy money one. You can't cripple your team by giving him a contract. You can't yeah, I do think it. You got to let him go. Good enough. You got to let him go. And – it's just going to add on on the list another team that's going to be in the QB hunt. There's a lot of teams that are going to be in the well, QB hunt. I think hunt. it's worse for the Browns one because you know all the quarterback stuff. And honestly, if you ask me or you, maybe after Baker's rookie season, I said this is probably the team that feels the best about its rookie quarterback right. and how quickly times have changed. Yeah. And like the Browns, the Browns this year. We're supposed to be on what the Bengals are this year. Yeah, the Bengals stole their thunder. No doubt. Totally. I look. You look at this game today. They beat the Kansas City Chiefs at relatively full health. They had back on Kelsey. 
Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, and they crawl their their way back into this game. Like they were down by by what? Fourteen zero. Fourteen zero, I think. Yeah, I think it was yeah, like seventeen or fourteen points at one point, and they just kept on climbing back, man. And the Bengals have shocked me, man. And it's the way that they did it. Before this game, I went into it like, uh, you know what? They're young, and I know they beat Baltimore, like kicked their ass. But, you know, Baltimore, all the COVID stuff, I know they sweat Pittsburgh, and it's a big deal, but Pittsburgh sucks. Today really showed me something, man. And it's the ability to run with the big dogs. Like, they competed. And they they have a bright future, man. Like Jamar Chase, Jesus Christ, man. He is fucking good, dude. <laughs> like <laughs> what what'd you think of that game, Max? I think you said it really well, Juan, that the Bengals can hang with the big dogs. And we thought the Browns were gonna be that team coming off their playoff run where they beat Pittsburgh, lost the Chiefs. This Bengal team's the best team in the AFC what, North? It's the North, right? North, yeah. North. And they proved it. They have the they've already have the conference the division wrapped up. And I mean, could it be any more perfect for them? Because Joe Burrow's been taking and beating the whole freaking year. He twisted his knee the last play. Joe Burrow, have fun not playing next week. You deserve it. But I have to say, I'm I'm still a little skeptical of them. I feel like they're just a year early one. They're a little year yeah. early. But I like what I've seen. Burrow is the real deal. He's everything Baker was hyped up to be as a quarterback after his rookie year. Burrow's the guy. He's the best quarterback in the the division. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's better than Lamar. And Jamar Chase is the best receiver in the division. And the Bengals have a very good football team. And Zach Taylor, you got to tip your hat off to him. We were skeptical of him. Yeah. And he's done a hell of a job, man. He gets these guys ready to play. And, you know, I know they beat the shit out of Baltimore, a banged-up Baltimore team. But this game against the Chiefs, a division, a conference rival at this point, yeah. and one of the best teams in the NFL we've all been saying for weeks. Yeah. So that, no that's small big bit, time. Man. That's big yeah. time, man. And, like, they won the North. And I'm no one was on the Bengals. No, absolutely no one. I can't find a person besides, obviously, a Bengal fan was on Cincinnati winning the division. No. We didn't know one. It was it was Cleveland. It was Cleveland or Baltimore. And then maybe like Pittsburgh. Well I think we both knew they weren't gonna be no punks, Baltimore uh the Bengals. But I didn't think they were going to be a team that could actually viably compete in the division against the big dogs. Yeah. But like it like it has been all year, I mean we're doing weekly recaps and weekly, you know, pick them shows. So it's hard to really stand your ground when things are changing 24 seven, but the Bengals were like literally one of those teams. One week will be like, Oh, they're really good. You know, they beat Baltimore. They beat shit out of them. And then they'll lose to the jets. It's like, man, the win to lose to win to lose to today. I finally felt like they took a big step forward. I'm not saying they're going to be a super bowl contender, but man, like I watch they're ahead schedule. Yeah, they're ahead schedule. And you know how I am, how I like to cross cross link sports, man. They're kind of reminding me of the Atlanta Hawks. 
a team Ooh, where I like that. You I know like what I mean? That. A that's team a that's very name. young and maybe they're just going to hit their stride sooner than people think. I think I think you you can compare Burrow to Trey Young cuz we know Trey Young, he's a confident guy, walks in, he thinks he's the best player. Right. And maybe the Hawks weren't as good as the Sixers, but they still got there. So maybe this team doesn't know how good it is and it doesn't think, "Oh, we're supposed to lose. We're supposed to lose right. when we play the Yeah, Burrow t- doesn't Titans. know any better. Yeah, Burrow's the type of guy he thinks he's the best quarterback on the planet. He's right. he's fucking he gives them a swagger. He's everything Baker thinks he is, dude. Like Baker has that same swagger, like, oh, I'm the bad, yes. I'm the bad, bad man. But Burrow really is the bad guy. Yeah. The one thing that scares me is I do want to bring this up before we get off this topic. Fourth down call. That was stupid. Just kick that, it. It was. It was stupid. Just kick Just, it. There's no point. That's and insane. The Jets learned their lesson. About going for it on fourth down this game, if that's a like a transition to on to where you want it to yeah. go. But over aggressiveness from coaches, we've seen it all year. Shout out to Brandon Staley. He wasn't aggressive as I thought he was gonna be today. But yeah. a stupid time to go for it. Just kick your three. Your defense is good. The Chiefs hadn't scored in a while. Really? I mean no timeouts. No like timeouts. Like I mean, they got bailed out. They got yeah. bailed out. They winded up getting the the automatic first down on the holding call or the pass interference Hands call, whatever face, it was. Whatever. It was some bull crap. Yeah, yeah, some shit. I mean, they got bailed out, but Joe Burrow's hurt. Is there any um, injury? They said he's fine. On they said he's, he's fine. fine. He just twisted his knee. And like I said, next week, I think he'll have plenty of rest one. Yeah. So th- I-, I don't like the call by Zach Taylor, but you know what? That doesn't take away on what they did during the game. I just I wanted to bring up during the game before I brought up the fourth down call because I I thought it was really stupid. I don't know why like some teams just overthink it. I think teams are overthinking it especially when they're playing against guys like Brady and Mahomes. They're automatically thinking okay, if if we don't score a touchdown here, they're oh, for sure going to kick a field. Yeah, yeah, we're done. We're donezo. And it's just like yeah, but damn, give yourself a fucking chance, dude. Like, it's not like the Bengals got a terrible defense. No, you know, even the Jets won. Even as good as they played, they were like, "Oh, we have to, we have to get." They could have went up by seven with a minute to go, basically no timeouts for the Bucks, and they're like, "Oh, let's just go for the jugular. We have to. We there's no way we can win this game." And you know what? Yeah. They lost. Something else pretty big happened in that game for the Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll well, let you talk about your boy. I let you talk about it. Let let's look. I'll, I'll have a good way to transition to it, man. Because I want to talk about the Raiders. Okay, oh, I know we're, so we're let's talk we're about 20, someone's former team, real quick. Yeah, we're we're twenty three minutes in, and I know my Raider brethrens are like, "Where the fuck is the Raider content at?" I'm listening for twenty three minutes, and I haven't heard nothing about the Raiders yet. So, <laughs> okay, got it down Ra- to a fucking time. You're like, oh, <laughs> the Raiders today beat the Indianapolis Colts, man, and it was, I I thought first of all, one of the best officiating games I've seen this year, by far. I thought it was officiated great. I don't know who exactly the the call was, the the crew. But goddamn, you guys need to do the Super Bowl. Like it cannot be fucking Ed Hockley's son, garbage ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> but Sean, um, Sean Hawk. Yeah, I'm the Raiders. Um, to me, the first drive of the game 
best drive of the season. Josh Jacobs looked amazing. Car was hitting. Like, I, I always tell people this, Max, especially like my brother when, when I'm watching the Raiders with him. You just have this feeling on how the game's going to go with Carr and the Raiders in general. From the get-go, you kind of already sense it. Like, if it's early on and they're struggling, he's missing passes, they go three and out, probably not going to be a good game. But for some reason, if they wind up coming out and he's hitting passes and, you know, the run game's getting started, you know it's going to be a good day. And off bat, that's how it seemed to me. Like, I felt like... I'm a cat. Let's just say I'm a casual Raider fan. And I just look at the stats. Cause I, I just want to bring this up real quick. I see 24 for 31, 255, a touchdown and two interceptions. How good did Derek Carr play to you? Just cause I'm just saying, if I'm a casual person, I look at that. I'm like, yeah. well, it doesn't seem like he really lit the world on fire. Box score didn't tell how amazing. I wouldn't say amazing. How well Derek Carr played. And it just goes to show you don't look at box scores, ladies and gentlemen, because the two picks, the first one, I thought it was a calculated risk. First of all, it was a pick that ended up on the other side of the field. So essentially it was a punt. It was a good matchup. Deshaun Jackson on Isaiah Rogers. He underthrew it slightly. Sean Jackson didn't fight for the ball. And it was a pick. Okay. They didn't get any points off of that turnover, which was great. The second pick, I mean, God damn, it was just an amazing play by the best, the best linebacker, linebacker in football. football yeah. I was telling Max this earlier. I haven't seen anyone get an interception like that since Brian Erlacher. Can I can I explain what you said when you were like, man, like I don't I don't know, man. Like Darius Leonard, man, he, dude is just crazy. <laughs> He's dude fucking just crazy. crazy. He's fucking crazy. Like, he is this nuts. dude didn't even make the tackle, was like, woo. Whoa, yeah. Like, oh my God, dude. He's, he's fucking he's a freak, bro. He's a freak. He's an absolute freak, man. He's he's becoming one of my favorite players in football by far. And he, he made an amazing play on the ball. Um he broke off of his of his zone and coverage. And that's just players having a feel for the game, like instincts. Like that's where instincts come into play. And he made a, a great play on the ball and he picked it. Thank God. No points off turnover, okay? But those were the two interceptions. And besides that, I thought Carr played fucking phenomenal, bro. Like, I mean, the last play to Hunter Renfro, he steps up in the pocket, evades the rush, throws and the that was that Kenny was Moore a had big a rough thing. day. Wong hey, man. Hey, look, 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 look. I was screaming during the game, fucking talking shit about Kenny Moore. You know what, though? It was a fucking, it was a battle. It was a great – if you want to see slot play um, in action, like best on best, go back and, and watch the film on Kenny Moore and Hunter Renfro because it was great. Like Kenny Moore, I'm not going to lie. Kenny Moore got him a couple of times, but it was, was great, dude. Yeah, it was it was a great matchup, though, man. Hey, it Cooper was, Cup doesn't win every route, and I think Hunter Renfro is – he's the poor man's Cooper Cup. In my bet, just because you think I heard you say that earlier, similar offense. I'm not trying to say because they're both little white boys. I'm just saying they play similar role, similar size, build. Yeah, I I would. Cooper Cup's good looking Hunter Renfro, bro. Hunter Renfro with good head of hair. You know, (laughs) being in a similar hair predicament as Hunter, I can say Renfro's the tech guy, bro. But 
Yeah, they 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 ended up limiting the big plays from Jonathan Taylor. This is the first time that the Colts lose with Jonathan Taylor having 100 yards plus on the ground. I believe he, to me, I counted only two explosive plays by Jonathan Taylor. And I think that's a win every time, you know, and that's what you kind of got to live by. You got to make Carson Wentz beat you. And bad Carson today. Bad Carson. Bad Carson. I don't want to say I don't want to say an excuse for him, but it seems like every time he finds his footing one, like he gets a week off or he hurts his ankle or like COVID. He didn't get to practice the whole week. And I don't know if that's what caused him to struggle, but he was bad. He threw a touchdown that was literally two Raiders running into each other. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's the, and it was, that's how bad it was. Yeah, and he he got a gimme. Like one of those touchdowns that he scored where he threw it up in the end zone and yeah, Casey great. Hayward and Morig literally fucking who, <laughs> who's going to get it? Like, yeah. oh, I got it. I got it. And it fucking bounces off and T.Y. Hill and catches it in the end zone. I mean, that was just a fluke play, man. Yeah. But other than that, other than that, it was really at the end of the half where they had their little moment where Daniel Carlson were up by 10, kicks it out of bounds. They get it on the 40. Carson Wentz goes down the field. That was the best they looked with Carson Wentz, honestly, was that little tiny um, 40-second or 35-second drive that they had from the 40. But other than that, I thought we got pressure on him. He was doing some Carson Wentz last year in Philly type of shit where he was trying to get rid of the ball at weird angles. And only if the fucking Raiders were better at tip ball drills, we would have picked it. But they're terrible. I swear, dude. I want to say no, you this. guys are you guys are bad. No, not a lot of ball skills in that so, secondary. No ball skills. And motherfuckers, you guys are not Darius Leonard. You guys are not Peanut Tillman. You guys are not Charles Woodson. And I'm talking to Nate Hobbs. I love Nate Hobbs. You my boy. But god damn, you don't know how to punch out a ball, dog. <laughs> I swear. He's he literally missed the sack because he was trying to punch out the ball from Carson Wentz. Like Carson just Wentz mo- is the type of guy if you don't like get a good grip, he'll 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 break yeah. that sack. He's like trying to rip the ball and it's like asshole. Don't rem- don't forget to fucking tackle the guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's kind but of bad. The Raiders are terrible at that. This team in particular. But we got the win. Derek, I, I knew automatically when they were driving downfield for that last one to kick a field goal to tie it. I was, this is what we wanted. This is what I always want with the Raiders. DC with the ball. Derek Carr with the ball with less than two minutes to go. Is money in the fucking bank, bro. 29 today has 29 game-winning drives. And I think we got one of the best kickers in the league in Daniel Carlson, who's ice cold in his veins with game-winning field goals. And that's what it came down to. It was a big play to Hunter Renfro, <laughs> big play to Zay Jones. And that was it. Like and the, it was the a last play to win. Hunter Renfro, Kenny Morris touched him, which made it a hundred percent worse. That was one of the rare yeah. cases. I was like, man, if they score, the Colts maybe have a chance, but that was yeah. some. The refereeing was, was good in this game. That's the correct call. It was. It was. It's it's good when the referee. It's usually better when less is more. That's the way I would look at it as a referee. Less is more. Right. If it's egregious, call it. If not, and we were talking about this. Well, I said it to you. I said, man, if you factor out 
two of the most catastrophic off the field things I've ever seen for a team. And the Gruden thing just gets weirder and weirder with him suing the NFL. And I mean, I'm just going to say a fact, not defending John Gruden. They weren't even looking for John Gruden when they got him. They were looking at um, Daniel Schneider. Yeah. And then Henry Ruggs being a dummy and making a life altering decision, not on his, not only for him, but for an innocent person. Right. Those are two really tough things to come back from. Yeah. And this Raider team has fought. I we wrote them off. Both of us won as one as multiple times. And I was like, you know what? That's why I can't trust these fools because you know it's just too much. The camel's back's broke, but you know what? Yeah. It's not broke. And next week we have a showdown between the Chargers and Raiders for a playoff spot. Winner goes. You, and the Colts have ask, to, the Colts have you, to beat the Jags. So I, I think yeah. we're safe on that one. I think we'll be yeah. okay. <laughs> so the, the the scenario, yeah, the scenario that the Raiders can still get in with losing is the Steelers need to lose one of their two games coming up and Jacksonville needs to beat the Colts, which like Max said, not happening probably. But the bottom line is, is that the Raiders through all the shit that they've been through have a chance to go to the dance, bro, to go to the playoffs and the year that they've had, that's an accomplishment, man. And I felt like today, the organization was was in balance. Like everything might have changed today if we didn't win. I think it was down to like Carr being our quarterback, Mayock's job, all the players on that team. Like I think it was the difference between we win, okay, we got something here. And then on the other side, if we would have lost that game, it would have been clear house. We're fucking done. But but you know what, when you say all that, and I, I, I do commend the Raiders for their toughness, but if they drop an egg against the Chargers, it's kind of just like, what is this team? You know, and that's what yeah. we have to see. I, if I'm a Raider fan and we lose next week, it hurts, but it's about yeah. do we show heart? Do we fight? Exactly. Do we not just say, hey, you know what? We're fucking just happy to be here. We don't care. Like, I want to see the Raider players take it. I want to see them get a chance. You know, the Chargers are a good team. They're desperate, too, to win, get to the playoffs. They have this great new stadium. So do the Raiders. So let's see what happens next week. And I, I can't wait. I think it's going to be probably the game to watch. Yeah. Hey, but, hey, all you Raider, all you Derek Carr haters, come out the fucking play. Where are you guys at? They're probably waiting for next week, but oh yeah, they're gonna say well when if you guys don't if you guys give up seven hundred yards, Derek Carr's fault. Yeah, you know, yeah, I know everything's Carr's fault. You think you'll see Waller next week? Because I mean, that's a big. I piece. hope. I hope. I've I've been hearing some weird rumors about Waller that I don't find true at all. That's totally out of character. I what think do you hear? Just, I heard that he's upset with Carr, like he doesn't want to play with Carr. That's why I find that very hard to believe. Yeah, not I, not just because the fact that like Derek Carr is like like I'm trying to defend like he's a good quarterback, just on the part of the character that Waller is, like Waller doesn't seem to be that guy at all. Like Waller's the type of dude like he's grateful for anything. Like the fuck, like the dude is fucking grateful for just being able to be in the NFL. To lace right up the now. cleats, yeah. <laughs> like he could have been on the fucking streets. Yeah. That's really so, weird. That's a stupid rumor. Yeah, I, I think it's complete BS. I'm, I'm so. kind of mad I asked you about it because that's something that's so stupid. I don't even want to. Exactly. It, wanna, it's yeah. it's dumb. But something that is stupid 
that I promise that we'll transition s- to. Someone is stupid. Someone who is <laughs> someone. Stupid? Someone is very stupid. Okay. You have a Antonio, picture for us. I do not, but I can't oh. get one. Why don't you go ahead and tell the story, Max, on what happened? Let me paint you a picture, Juan. Juan, you're the best receiver in football. Okay. You get traded to an organization that really wants you after you pissed off the last team that like really gave you the freedom to do whatever you want. So you get traded to this new team. They give you a contract one, a contract, brand new one, pay your ass, get your money. But right before the season, you get frostbite on your feet. Cause you're an idiot. And then one you you yell at the GM, you say he's a bum and you get cut by that team. Imagine that you get cut by a team that just traded for you. <laughs> you go play one game in New England, which you don't really spend a lot of time on. But then you get, you know, you threaten an Uber driver, U-Haul, whatever. You're out of the league. But the one of the most talented teams in football the next year is like, you know what? Let's bring in Antonio Brown. Let's bring this guy in. We can win a Super Bowl with him. You have Tom Brady's fight for you. <laughs> That's not not yet. Take it off. You're ruining the flow of the story. <laughs> okay, so Tom Brady's like, you know, AB's my guy. Fuck it, bring him in. You win a Super Bowl, Juan. You win a Super Bowl. Sorry, bring him my guy, Juan. Sorry, I forgot the story was about you. But uh, bring him in. You're like, yeah, this is great. Next season starts. You have a pretty good role on a stacked team. But you – oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Juan. I'm sorry. The Bucks said, hey, you fuck up one time, you're out of here. Right. So you lie about your vaccination status. You say, oh, I'm vaccinated. I'm great. I fucking, I'm taking my shots. I feel like a million bucks. Oh, yeah, we found out that was a lie. So you, you fucked up. Guess what that team does, one that says, hey, you know, you mess up one time, you're out of here. Guess what they do, one? They, they let them play. You. They, they let them play. And after the fact that they said no funky business, no monkey yep. business with Antonio Brown, first, first mess up and he's gone. And you actually mess up and they keep you. And you know what? You know what pissed me off the most last week is when they were like, hey, can you just talk to us about how you feel about Coach Arians? Like he said, if you messed up one time, you're out of here. But he, you know, he stood by you. What does that mean to you? He goes, Next question. That's drama. <laughs> hey, asshole. Didn't you make the drama? We got we to gotta make that as a fucking sound snippet, bro. Next question. No drama. <laughs> no drama. Next question. <laughs> okay. So now we're, we're at what happened. Something happened with Brady. This fool took off his fucking well, jersey. For the people who are watching us on YouTube, I'm sorry for the audience listening. That's actually the last picture we ever have of Antonio. That's the last recorded. image that we have of AB. So apparently, something happened on the sidelines where, oh, that's just me. There we go. Uh, something happened on the sidelines where he was refusing to get in. I no one knows what happened. No one I'm knows looking it if up they just benched I, him. I was like, I haven't heard anything. If they benched him or he was mad because they weren't playing good or they weren't throwing to him, I don't know. But there's multiple different angles that people have caught where they were asking him to come in and he refused to get in the game. He was having a hissy fit. He was fucking, you know, being drama. Mike Evans trying to calm him down yeah. at all costs, telling him, bro, just stop. Keep on your jersey. Like, don't take it off. Calm down. Blah, blah, blah. AB's not fucking having it. AB takes off his jersey and his pads, leaves it under the bench. 
Then he has an undershirt on, <laughs> throws it to the crowd, throws his gloves in the crowd, and fucking says, peace out. I'm fucking out of here. And leaves the stadium, bro. During the game. Told ESPN that he was not benched at all. He quit. He didn't even fly home on the team plane. I wouldn't want him on the fucking plane. No, fuck him. (laughs) But Arians, after the game, in the press conference, literally put the nail in the coffin. He Trooper one for a ride to the airport. Oh, my God. Arians cut him in a press conference. I think that's That's the first time I've ever seen a player get cut in a press conference. They didn't even say we're going to do this internally. They're like, bye. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, like no, nothing wasted. No time wasted. Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. He's done. Couldn't happen to a nicer fucking guy. And they won the game without him, too. So, yeah. Take that to the rack. And I asked Max this earlier. I said, is there a team out there that AB still has a chance to be in on? Dallas. And Max, and what'd you say, Max? I said, there's no chance. I said, fuck him. I hope he's played his last down a professional. And, and the team that probably will take him is the one he just fucked it up with. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. The, yeah. The one team I was like, <laughs> the one team that would put up with his shit. I mean, dude, I just don't think it's any way to act. You know, I mean, you could say whatever you want about it's not sports. I'm like, where's the loyalty, AB? They gave, they showed you loyalty. They didn't even go. They didn't even follow the guidelines they set in place for your punk ass. He is such so, a fucking good player. So too. that's what I said. When the Raiders got him, what did they do anything wrong by him? One, did they not pay him the money? Did they no. not do all this shit for him? Look, and he just shit on that. He, he just shits he, on people who he try to quit. help him. You know what Antonio Brown is? He's a fucking quitter. That's what he is. To me, he's a quitter. He quit on four teams. Quit on the Steelers last week of the season. A lot of people don't remember that. Oh, yeah. And he had the fucking with the fucking big old fur coat. Mm -hmm. And he was out the last week of the season. I think they needed to win that game, too. Yeah. (laughs) Quit on the Steelers. Raiders gets traded to the Raiders. Quits on the Raiders because they don't want to fucking fix this fucking helmet issue. Second team. That the NFLs did, not the Raiders. Exactly. Third team. New England Patriots quits on them because they have to release him after the fucking sexual harassment shit. And the U-Haul driver assault. And the U-Haul driver assault thing. And then number four, quit today on the Bucks. What was your favorite one, Juan? Steelers, man. I wish I, I, I do, can get I Steelers. I do like the good fur coat one. I do enjoy You know what I mean? Like coat. That's like the typical like diva stuff. That's where you cut the line. You know? That's where you draw a line and be like, all right, that's it. All this other shit, frozen feet, calling fucking GMs crackers, fucking writing in air blimps to fucking training camp, refusing to wear a new helmet, fake vaccination cards, assaulting U-Haul drivers. Where the fuck does it end? And as crazy as that sounds with all that said, what did I say, Max? I said there's one team left in the NFL that I legitly think has a chance to signing him. I'm, I'm not saying it'll turn out well. I'm not saying it'll turn out good. I think at a certain point, you got to be like, okay, well, this guy's fucking 
you know, it's over, it's done, is the LA Rams. The Rams have a lot of characters on their team. They're going all in. They're an all-in team. It wouldn't be crazy if they signed them. That's what just about my the, opinion. What about the Cowboys with the loss of Gallup? I don't think so. Do. I don't think so. Cowboys you don't think they're crazy not. enough to sign AB? No, they're not crazy enough to sign AB. He ah, wouldn't fit. He wouldn't fit. He wouldn't. He wouldn't fit with the team. Like CD Lamb, young guy. Like oh, you that's... need. You need veterans, and the, yeah. that's what the Rams are. No one on the Cowboys is going to be able to tell AB anything. And you would think the one guy in the NFL that you had a pick that you're not going to disrespect as a wide receiver is Tom Brady. And I mean, Tom Brady happened. went to bat for him twice. He right, right. In New England. And you would think that'll be the guy to fucking stop all this shit. And it wasn't. <laughs> and I get it. I understand it. I Look, if you're on the other side, like, fuck that. Don't give this guy another chance. He's a fucking asshole. He doesn't deserve it. I know. I get it. But the NFL is a fucking crazy business. They let a lot of people have fucking 13 chances at times, it feels like. Josh Gordon's still in the league. Josh Gordon is still in the fucking league. (laughs) You know? I I do hope, though, Juan, it's done for him. Yeah. Of course. Everyone wants that. Everyone wants that. I mean, not too long ago, he did win the Super Bowl with the Bucks. Oh, you know? that's it. Can I update the story one? He posted yeah. a picture of himself saying Super Gremlin and released a song after Jeez. the game. Yeah, AB, AB is probably done, though, bro. He's probably so. done. Yeah. The, I would say this, though. If the Rams are all in and they feel like they can don't handle fucking them, do it. sign them. Don't sign them. I'm saying the Rams are, Rams are the only team left. Don't do Because no it. one else in the league is going to be able to handle this guy <laughs> or have a chance. Don't fucking do it. AB, bro. R- fucking RIP fucking AB's career. That is fucking terrible. It went out kind of how it started, like a clown. Yeah, and he's such a great player, man. Is this the one of the best players in NFL history to be this crazy? Yeah, definitely. Who comes close? LT, Lawrence Taylor. He's pretty crazy. I don't even Well, I mean, okay, look, LT was a nut job, but he yeah. wasn't doing like all this like I'm taking off my shirt, leaving the stadium, quitting on my team. Like I'm T. talking o. about divas. I'm T. talking T. O. about was divas. A diva. Not legal I stuff. I, I, I don't think T.O. was the diva that A.B. is. I don't think that's fair to T.O. I think A.B. is a different class of diva. Like, I never thought it was fair Odell was compared to A.B. Yeah. A- Odell ain't never d- acted like this, bro. No. Exactly. Hey, shout out but- to him, though, for ruining his career. Shout out to uh, A.B. <laughs> yeah, man. Did you get what AB, you wanted, bro. AB? Oh, yeah. That's what I'm asking. I got what I wanted. I mean, I've always fucking said fuck AB as a Raider fan. 100%. You know? But, hey, the guys, it's done now. We probably, last time we'll see AB ever on an really NFL quick, football Can field. we power rank the clown exits from places? <coughs> clown exits. Yeah. So, I think Earl the- Thomas. Earl Thomas is up there. No, no, just AP. Yeah, that's pretty clownish. But just AP, yeah. AB's clown exits. So we have the four to choose from. Would you? What's the? What's the least worst one? Like, what's the least one? Like the least clownish? Probably the Patriots. Yeah, the Patriots one with the whole like that one. He got mad like of something that had to happen. Yeah, like you so could Patriots. Then who? Uh, then the Steelers. <laughs> 
The what? The Steelers. Because the yeah, Steelers, Steelers. Yeah, because the Steelers, it was like part of it was he was injured. Yeah. Steelers. Clownish, okay. number two, Raiders, number one. This no, week. This, I go, I would go Tampa and then the Raiders. Really? Yeah, probably. Yeah. They didn't even suit up for the Raiders. And well, part of it, part of the reason why he called Mike Mayock a cracker is because he was pissed off <laughs> on the fact that they weren't going to pay him his bonus because he missed practice. Yeah, like, like every practice. Yeah, like dickhead, you're not going to get paid. He's like, <laughs> what? What? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like he's fucking clown, dude. Uh, let's move on to the NFC, man. Let's look yeah. at the NFC standings. We got the Packers at the one seed, Rams at the two, Bucks at the three, Cowboys at the four. Those are your division leaders. Um, the only people that have clinched is Dallas, Tampa Bay, and Green Bay, I believe. Yeah. The Rams no, haven't the, clinched their division, the, right? Not the division, no, but they're in lock for the playoffs. They're locked for the playoffs, but three out of the four teams there, except for the Rams, all those teams have clinched their division. And Tampa so, still has potential to win the one seed. They right, need the Rams right. and Packers to lose. So right now, after this week, the wild cards are the Cardinals, the 49ers, and the Philadelphia Eagles, who have clinched a spot in the playoffs, we don't know if they're going to be the five or the six or the seven, but they're in. Okay. They are fucking in. So I know fly, Max is fucking happy Eagles about that. Fly. And then oh, the Saints are not on the outside looking in. They got yep. one more shot at this. They need the Niners to lose next week and they need a win. Minnesota, I way. believe, is donezo too. Right? Yeah. They got eliminated with tonight's loss. Good. Yeah. Well, good luck. They suck. <laughs> Shout Manny out to Kirk Cousin not worrying about COVID. With the yeah. time COVID, it is. <laughs> I <laughs> called it, didn't okay. I? I mean, low-key, low a lot of people called it. But remember, I was talking about that when we did our preview. I was like, I think a big, like, thing that sucks is you if you have an unvaccinated quarterback, you're fucked. Yeah, the Colts and the Vikings got bit in the ass by that. And the Colts got lucky, though, because the timing, it came. But the timing yeah. for Kirk Cousins did not come well. Not at all. Yeah. So basically, we're left with the Saints as the only team that really has a chance. Yes, they need the Niners to lose, which I think the Niners play the the Rams one more time. Oh my god! So the Niners could miss the playoffs. Yes, the Niners. Yeah, the oh Niners haven't clinched. If there's they... a God, I, I excuse me. I know there's a God, but God, I need you to <laughs> next week. I let's you know, see. Who they I just play. saw Joey get seventy two burgered and Madden. Just, oh just make that the cherry on top, man. I yeah, think they, the Niners are safe. They play, but the Rams. I can't lie. Trey Lance wasn't wasn't the best looking quarterback I've ever seen. One. Hey, man. L- let's talk about it. What were your thoughts on Trey Lance? Well, he was trash for a majority <clears throat> of the game. The first half was bad. I saw a couple good throws. I'd say a few good throws. A handful of good throws where I'm like, yeah, I saw. Some athleticism. I don't think he's prepared to play in the NFL. Like me and you talked about it. You talked about it, and I was like, oh, yeah, that fool got popped by Justin Reed. He took yeah. a read option one. I know you know the point I'm talking about. He's on the left side of the field, and he is the most casual fucking guy I've ever seen. And Justin Reed's like, I'm pretty good. I know I play on a shitty team, but I'm pretty good. Yeah. And he stuck Trey Lance. And I was like, what is this fucking guy doing? 
Like there's ballers on bad teams in the NFL. And it just, to me, it didn't look that great. And, you know, I got to give kudos to Joe. He basically called a stat line like 15 for 25, 250, two touchdowns. Uh, he didn't talk about the pick he threw. That was egregious. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what I, I, so I saw one. I didn't see anything to make me think, wow, this guy's the best. Or, wow, this liked- guy's got it. The, the first half was, I wouldn't say it was terrible. It was trash. I, I, I put a word on it. I thought it was very underwhelming. It was an underwhelming first oh, half. Well, well, say what you said. No, we'll it was. Up. No, it was, we'll though. Clean, it was It was an we'll underwhelming it. it was an underwhelming first half. And oh. the second half, he played a little bit better. You know, Kyle Shanahan got in his bag and got this boy some really good play calls. And he looked great. And the Texans, they just couldn't keep going to defense. They played their the game. The Texans had a lot of missed opportunities, though, man, yeah. in the first half. that The way that the Niners were playing in the first half, the Texans should have been up 17-0, straight up. They had missed opportunities on picks. They weren't doing much on, on offense. David Mills did not look good today. And that was probably like the, the, the guy who – Takes a heat check shot and bricks it. Made two straight. Took the third one and he airballed it. That's what David yeah. Mills did today. He airballed his. So Trey Lance, though, on the other hand, Max kind of talked about it on that play. I just I, I feel like there's a lot of a lot of stuff that I see in the future that I don't like the way that they ran him. I I think if you want this quarterback to be the guy of the future. The way that they're running these read options and the way he's putting his shoulder into these defenders, that's not a good recipe for a long, a long-term quarterback. I don't give a fuck if he ran over guys in fucking triple A, double A fucking so, college. So you know how when the draft was happening, we talked about who's like the most athletically gifted quarterback, and there was a lot of people that said Trey Lance, or and we yeah. were I think me and you were on the Justin Fields is like a grown ass man out there. Yeah. I think what after I saw today, I, it confirms that physically, I still think Justin Fields is on another level than Trey Lance. Yeah, he is physically. He is, yeah, and speed, and power, the name of the game. Moves, I I, I wouldn't say power. I would say Trey Lance does have power, but there's levels to this shit. What's power with Josh Allen, and what's power with Trey Lance? Josh Allen got true power. Josh Allen will fucking stiff arm your ass to the ground. Trey Lance don't have that. You know, he had it in college, but this is grown man strength, bro. You don't, I didn't see it today. When someone gets fucking hit, you know, someone has that, that reach, that extra gain. When you get hit, you fall forward. I didn't see that with Trey Lance. He gets hit, boom, you go down. Like that's what it was from a safety. I don't care how good just, How good people are arguing that Justin Reed is. That's a safety. You're supposed to go forward at the player. It's not a big safety. Justin Reed ain't a big dude. No. So that was a big sign. That was was a huge sign for me. And yes, I know. I know people are going to argue, hey, he's going to be in the NFL for years. Like, let him get bulked up. Guys get bigger. Yeah, I know. But it's not natural. Like Josh Allen was doing this his rookie year. That's true power. Justin Fields has done this shit his rookie year where he's punished look, defensive backs. And this is the difference, man. When you're going to be a quarterback that has speed or a quarterback that runs out of the pocket, what do you got to be, Max? You got to be smart. 
These are where these, this is where these quarterbacks make a living. Russell Wilson, even Joe Burrow, um, honestly, Patrick Lamar Mahomes. Jackson won. Lamar Jackson, as fast as Lamar, he is, Lamar he Jackson get popped. Yes, yes. None of these guys get popped. They conserve their body. Trey Lance, on the other hand, I didn't see that. Yes, it's a learning curve. Yes, he's a rookie. But I don't like the sign so far. I'm going off of what I've seen. I don't like it. And honestly, I'm kind of scared for the Niners. If I was a Niner fan, I'll be kind of fucking worried about our future with Trey Lance. I don't like what I've seen so far. This second half was all, it was all play design. It was great play designs with Debo. It was just Debo Samuel being better than the other guy. That's what it was to me. I mean, the touchdown he threw was wide open. That's not a sustainable yes. model in the end. And yes, sometimes and- you have to throw guys open. Yeah, and I I was telling Joey this during the game. I said, honestly, I would like to see Trey Lance throw it a little bit more, change up the scheme. You know, let me see what this guy can do against coverages. But I think it's obvious. It's obvious that Cal Shanahan doesn't trust him. We've been saying that from the get-go. That was a big reason why he stuck with Jimmy Garoppolo. But it's safe to say Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy next week. He's going to play. It's yeah. not going mean, to be it's a Trey Lance. game. I don't think Trey Lance should play. If right, if Jimmy's anywhere near healthy, I wouldn't even. I, I didn't what? see enough from Trey Lance today. And you know and what? what I want to talk about. Go ahead, Juan. Go ahead. I'll talk. And about you it. know what, Max? I was I was talking to a, another 49er fan today. I, uh, this week at work. Shout out to Robert. Uh, I was telling him Trey Lance had his opportunity to to switch the coaching staff's mind. During the with the Cardinals, every rookie QB or every every player in general, when they get their chance, Max, in all sports, you need to do something to the point where you're going to convince them to go with you like he had his chance and he got a second one today and it still wasn't enough. That's alarming. That's alarming to me, especially when you're competing against a guy in Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I, w- I want to say two things real quick, one, and we can wrap it up. Um, one, I don't like his delivery of the football. It's not Tim Tebow. That was an exaggeration, but he brings it down low. It's a big – it like it's a circle. It's not like a quick little Aaron Rodgers flick of the wrist. I don't like that. And I want to say, one, do you remember Mitch Trubisky when he was running all over the place? Yes. I, th- I feel like I've been more impressed. I was more impressed by Mitch Trubisky running all over the place than I have been Trey Lance. Man. Yeah, that's tough to say. I mean, but it's am true. I crazy? No, it's true. I don't think so. And I mean, look, obviously, I, I, it's only two games. Obviously, yeah, two, two and a half. We understand game two games. We yes, understand two, two and a half games. From what I've seen, and especially for what this kid was hyped to be, yes, like they talked about him, like he was RG fucking three back there right. running the ball. And these are the kind of opportunities you grasp. You mm-hmm. fucking you. You said you take one. It. It's not like they're so attached to Jimmy G. Right, They're trying to right. get rid of him. That's my thing. And I know people are going to say. John Lynch likes this? to tweet saying, let's leave his ass in Nashville. Right, right, right. And <laughs> this is the difference. Look, I know people are going to call us out and be like, oh, give fucking Zach Wilson that same that same energy. Give Trevor Lawrence that same energy. You know what the fucking difference is? These guys aren't playing with George Kittle, all pro tight end. These guys ain't playing with Debo Samuel, fucking Pro Bowl receiver. Trent Williams, Gosh, best man. left tackle. Kyle Shanahan, one of the best play callers, defense with Nick Bosa. This the is a Niners playoff had a team. bad team last year because of injuries, not because of talent. And they're not dumpster fires whose coaches is touching women in bars who aren't right. his wife. Right. 
Shout out to you know who. Yeah, and this is different. This guy's in a different type of situation. So I'm sorry. Unfortunately, the expectations are higher. That's just the name of the game, bro. And the two opportunities that he's had, he didn't grasp it. Hey, and guess what, guys? Trevor Lawrence was ass today. Hey, Juan, was Trevor Lawrence terrible today? Terrible. Trash. Got his fucking shit kicked in. Again, when you're surrounded by trash... Sometimes yes. you look like trash, and Trey Lance is not surrounded right. by trash. And look, he's surrounded by infrastructure that yes. other rookies don't have access to. Right. And two, they're trying to get rid of their quarterback. They're yeah. trying to get rid of Jimmy G to give Trey Lance the keys. And if I'm a Niner fan right now, I don't love what I see. By no means is this the, the story of Trey Lance's career. No, he could no. be totally wrong. He could totally figure it out by next year. But I don't think he's ready this year. No, I agree, man. Uh, anything you want to hit on Max before we go? I know we left out a lot of teams. Uh, just throw up the could... uh, standing real quick so I can see. I'm sorry. I got you. Uh, shout out to Aaron Rodgers who might have locked up MVP tonight. The Rams <laughs> had a gutsy win against Baltimore. I just yeah. want to say this about Baltimore. I, they're done. They're not going to make <clears throat> the playoffs more than likely. But that's a good football team. Yeah. That's a well-coached team that fights. And one, they kept it competitive with the Ram team that's really good. Yeah. And other than that, I mean, Cowboy fans, that's why we don't trust y'all. Cardinals, that's why we don't trust y'all. It's yeah. like, you can't trust y'all, I, man. I think Dallas and Arizona literally played each other today. They're the same type of team. Shitload shit load of talent everywhere, but you just cannot trust them. You don't yeah. know what team you're going to get week to week. They are both have two coaches that are a ah, little, as I like to call, shaky, baby. They a little <laughs> shaky, dog. I mean, that's the way it is. But... I don't I don't trust Arizona for a Super Bowl contender and I do not trust Dallas. Dallas, you guys are good, man. You guys have talent. I like your quarterback. I like the defense. Actually love the defense. Um, but I don't trust you guys. Right now, just off the top of my head, Max, mm-hmm. and the top of yours, let's go ahead and say our Super Bowl contenders as of week 17, and we'll end it off there. Okay. Oh, uh, you can go. Let's start with the NFC. I will I'll go first. I would say Green Bay, the Rams, the Buccaneers. I I want to say the Niners, bro, but I don't think I don't think so. With the quarterback position being in such flux, I can't go with them. So I would say the Packers, the Rams, and the Buccaneers. Yeah, same here. Cowboys Packers. and Cardinals are in the next tier down. Yeah. Uh Philadelphia, San Francisco, and everybody else is in there like they would need a million things to happen do you think philly has a chance to win a playoff game i think they do have a chance because they're they're assholes to play they have the they have an identity they have an identity they have a decent defense i would say a good defense i'm not gonna undersell my eagles right now jalen hurt scares the shit out of me yeah really does though when it comes a game where they're gonna make them throw depending on who they play that's where it's gonna be trouble but 100 agree with you packers rams bucks i think that's it in the nfc those yeah. are the Super Bowl contenders. Let's go ahead and move to the AFC. I'm going to start it off first. Straight up, I think there's only there's only really three here. I think it's the Titans, and I'm going to say this. Wow. You're I'm saying going to say Titans this. Are. Derrick Henry with Derrick Henry. Okay. Let me even – uh, he doesn't even have to be 100% max. I think just, if they just can – dressed up, ready to be there. Yes, Dressed up, ready to go, healthy. That's it. Like, let me get let me get 75% Derrick okay. Henry. And All I right. like it. And if Julio gets back, I really like them. 
for a Super Bowl contender okay. getting healthy at the right time. Chiefs and Colts. That's it. Three teams. I don't think no one else. I don't see the Patriots. I don't see the Bills. Bengals. Let me see. Maybe they can get to the AFC championship, but I think I can guarantee they're not going to win the Super Bowl or get it get there. New England had a couple weapons I was afraid of. I would pick them to be it. Quarterback scares me with them. Yeah, Mac Mac scares me because Mac is just it's. I I don't like when a team one has to go uh, fifteen play seventy five yards every drive. I like when a team can just quick hit. Like you, you, there's plays you can throw to AJ Brown, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Even Jamar Chase, Jonathan Taylor, there's nobody on New England. You're like, wow, that guy could go get me seven. So I will say my contenders are, one, I will go with the Titans because I think they're really well coached. They're a good team. They're the one seed for a reason, and they're banged up. Kansas City, and I'm going to say, I don't want to say the Colts. I just don't think Carson went. So I would say it's those two, and then everyone else is in a tier. But it's close. I feel like the, the Patriots can win one. The Colts can win. The Bengals can get hot at the right time. And the Bills. Josh Allen's good enough to almost make them a Super Bowl contender on his own. So that's what I would say. The Bills, really? But I feel like, okay, for I feel like every team outside of Tennessee and the Chiefs, it depends on the matchup for the team. Like if the Bills get lucky, if the Bills get lucky and hit the certain couple teams, they can low-key win. But for the Titans and the Chiefs, don't matter who they play. They're going to be the favorite team. That scoreboard for the Bills and, and Falcons game doesn't tell on how ugly it looked. It was disgusting. It was yeah. bad. They yeah. should have they should have bludgeoned them to death. Josh, Josh Allen, Allen once again. It. It's too much, man. You can't have your quarterback play like that every game. It's he's, ridiculous. He's a fucking hoss, bro. Yeah. He's like everything. I know he threw a couple picks one, but he's trying so hard to make plays. I can't even fault him. It's like you have right. to make plays like that. Yeah. Yeah, Josh Allen, man, as a runner, though, I'm convinced he can play running back in the NFL. Like, oh, he would die. He would just get his knees destroyed. <laughs> I know. But, like, he is so good as a runner, man. It's Definitely. Fun. He's yeah. great. He's great, man. He's I love that element, but their team's just not good enough as a So whole. you're saying white people can be athletic in the NFL, too. Yeah, okay. that's why I disagree yeah. with you with the whole Cooper Cup and Hunter Renfro. I think Cooper Cup is the complete opposite, man. I would compare him to a guy like Devontae Adams. Like, I, well, think I just he, think it's because I don't think – the reason I don't say Cooper Cup and Renfro is because I think they're so predicated on being quick. I don't think they're fast either. That's why. it's not. I have nothing to do with their white. It could be Taylor Gabriel, who was a guy who was based always on quickness. That's what I like about him. And I say the McGruden and the Gruden slash McVay offense is similar, and those guys do similar shit in the offense. That's I, 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 did, I disagree. I, I think Cooper Cup is very fast. He's just he's just Connor Renfro with nice hair, bro. I don't think so. I <laughs> Cooper Cup is fast, bro. He's strong. He's he ain't fast. fast. You're on drugs. He's, he ain't never running okay. away from people. He's getting hawked down every fucking chance. That's what you say about Devontae, but Devontae. Like he get hawked his ass too. <laughs> his ass being on. I, I, I think think know Justin just Jefferson enough, burner. I think he has just enough speed as Devontae Adams. I don't think more. those guys scare people with their speed. That ain't what's scaring people. Hey man, he might he might end the year as one of the most what one of the greatest receiving seasons past Calvin Johnson. Oh, he needed that extra game, so I don't know if I can count it. But ah. he had a hell of a fucking year, no doubt. All pro. Ooh, yeah. should we get our old pro teams ready? Yeah, we definitely have to we get have them ready. To. 
Yeah. Fuck. We'll we'll try to let that out during the Should playoffs. they rename the all pro team to all Madden team? Yes, hundred percent. We're talking about You brought about it that up today. to me. I just wanted to ask you on the pod. All I Madden. would agree with that. Mark Schlereth wore his all Madden jersey uh, jacket, and I was like, that's pretty dope. That's a flex right there. Yeah. That's hey man, the ghost of Madden had a touch on the Raiders <laughs> that, game today, man. Is that, yeah, is that when he like made the two Raider guys run into each other and gave the Colts yep. a touchdown or what? Yep. He was like, Let me make this interesting. <laughs> let me do it in dramatic fashion for these Raider fans. But hey man, we we appreciate you guys rocking with us, man. Uh we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh shout out to everyone that supports us, bro. Make sure to hit that subscribe button if you guys are new to the channel. Uh if you guys are already subscribed, hit the like button. It helps us out tremendously. Comment down below. Why? Audio listeners. Don't, don't hit the like button. Just <laughs> smash it smash it the same smash. way the Eagles smashed their way to a playoff to a playoff berth same way uh Antonio Brown smashed his way to the fucking to, couch on the unemployment line with the, the unemployment boys. line <laughs> yeah we're fucking <laughs> super grim oh my goodness yeah audio listeners make sure to subscribe and five star rate us it helps us out a lot uh write us a review if you guys can if you guys have time uh, I enjoyed week 17. I'm ready for week 18. I'm so glad we got one more week of this. Uh, we'll see you guys Wednesday. Maybe this week we'll come out with an NBA podcast, give you guys a little bit of NBA content. Haven't talked NBA in a while. What's a lot West, of COVID? What's Westbrook and the boys out uh, here selling? Uh, but we'll catch you guys later, bro. Peace. Peace.